Hello, listeners. This is Trenton. Uh, thank you for listening. First of all, downloading wherever you happen to listen to this. Uh, this episode is a lot of me being pretty goofy, apparently. Uh, and one thing you will find in it, though, is that this is where we really form a group dynamic. Uh, some of us actually sitting here at the table don't know each other very well. Uh, some know each other pretty well. Uh, and so there's kind of a parallel between when our group uh, in the game has formed and when our group uh, sitting down at this table to play together is forming. Uh, there's a moment where we all get to see what decisions we made in building our characters. And we get to find out why people do what they do and what their backgrounds are. And we just get to learn more about each other. And honestly, that is the best part of this game, period. Uh, so I hope you enjoy and uh, sit back, relax, and listen to episode four. Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. Okay, so I have a question. All right, what do you got? I want to know. So I want to. I want to know a little bit more about all of you. We just went through combat together. We should learn a little. We should. So I wonder what was what was your like click in high school? What were were you like? Oh, oh man, oh, <laughs> were you like the nerdy kid? Well, who were you? Well, can we question. guess each other's? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, all right. God, I'm gonna end who up crying. Going first? <laughs> Let's I, I, go with James. Oh God, what yeah. was James in high school? James was a nerd. I don't think there's yeah, any way around there's it. No. I, feel like I want to say there was some music involved. James has a high-level cop-out here. Yeah. Uh, you two, you two shut got, up. You know me better. I want these the two easiest. to guess first. All right, you guys guess. Yeah, I think that you were pretty much like a book nerd. All right. Like gaming nerd. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there was some, I don't know, maybe, maybe, some music in there. Maybe like yearbook mm-hmm. club or Band. like, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you leaned into journalism, so something oh, really? surrounding that. Oh, yeah, the school newspaper. Yeah, oh. newspaper. Okay. So you're you're doubling down. Or I hear you ran some some sport. Oh, really? oh, interesting. Like okay. ran cross, like cross country, country, like track. He's a I tall, lanky dude. Yeah, that's true. And I know that he loves running. Am I allowed to guess? Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't think I should be allowed to guess. I, I think I know either. too much. All right. So yeah. So the, the high level cop out here is I didn't go to school. I was I was homeschooled. Uh, like, no clicks. All right. I mean, that, that's a click though, in a way. That's true. That well, is a click. So I can elaborate on those that. Those kids so were always a little. Can't even go to school. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very small click made up of you and your sister. Uh, no, because my sister went to high school. She went oh, to a yeah. normal school, like oh. a real person. So you just got kind of cast out, man. It was it was very uncomfortable. Well, okay. So here, let me let me run through. Let me address a couple of your things first. Music. Uh, I did play piano when I was a kid oh. until I got kicked out of piano lessons when I was like seven. Four. I cussed the teacher and refused to apologize like an asshole. What was what was the <laughs> word? Uh, I say you're on your way to being a rock star, but either way, right? I, yeah, oh, yeah, seriously. I can't remember the word. I just remember that I was an insufferable little kid about that mm. because, like, the whole group we all had to practice and people kept messing up, and I was getting tired of it. So I said, like, I'm not doing that anymore. And I took some private lessons for a little bit, but then it trailed off. So by the time I was a teenager, no music. Uh, I was also like really horribly uh, unathletic at that age. Oh, okay. Like really god awful, mm. um, embarrassingly so. Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my joke. Uh, so no, I was not at all athletic. Um, there was no music. There was some book nerd stuff for sure. The few friends I had, because uh, I did have some friends that were like were in high school, like, like sort of my contemporaries, and the people I would hang out with were the sort of people. They were like the dregs that filtered out of all the other cliques, like. You know, like you had the nerds and there was like some of the nerd dregs. Then there was like some of the stoner dregs mm-hmm. and some of the like burnout dregs. And you know, like there's the dregs of all of those that just go off to sit like near the abandoned. Uh, yeah, the castaways. They're like sit at mm-hmm. the picnic tables the near the Misfits. river. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Those are the people I hung out with. And I had some really great friends there. Yeah. And cause like I had a couple cause I did like, I wasn't, I was homeschooled, but I got my GED and I started doing some college classes when I was a teenager. So like I had some friends through there. Um, I had a couple of great friends that I actually would play like Pathfinder and Warhammer with. So like, but even that like wasn't the nerd kids that all played that. Like I knew them, 
But there was also like, there was some extremely nice people that used to run this tattoo and head shop where I lived. Mm. And in the back of the tattoo and head shop, they'd play Dungeons and Dragons and magic. So it was like me at 17 and all these like late twenties, mid thirties, like tattoo artists <laughs> all just hanging out playing Dungeons and Dragons in the back of their shop. And eventually they started stocking magic, the gathering cards just so they could buy them from themselves from the store without having to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so we just hang out in the back of this head shop playing magic, the gathering every Friday night. And it was awesome. They were so kind. And like, I remember those times I was like, I was struggling with something or sometimes I was fighting with my family. And the guy was like, you know, that could be really hard. They just like all treated me as like a nephew yeah. sort of figure. It was a blast. They were great people. So that was my sort of high school click. Right on. Older men. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later, James. Um, Lots to unpack there. I oh think boy. Jane was a pretty good kid. Mm. Like well-behaved. So I, I know this answer too, so I can't, I can't. I think that uh, you probably... You're into art, so I imagine you like did some did some amazing yeah. art shit back then. We thought, are we talking like valedictorian good? Like no, just like, well behaved. Well behaved. Okay, okay. We're well definitely behaved. talking valedictorian. Good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like Jane even referenced her high school pedigree earlier in one of our episodes. That's well, yeah. But it's just a reference. I don't know how much I'm listening. Okay, so you're saying, yeah, do you even listen to this podcast? So you're talking like like goody two shoes. That may be a little mean, but yes. Okay. Okay. You are goody two shoes. (laughs) (laughs) You may be like. What about athletics? Any athletics? For Jane? Uh huh. Gymnastics. Whoa. And <laughs> I, like I was thinking like dance, not gymnastics, but interesting. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So Although you're a little, I don't want to mean, be mean, but you're kind of tall for gymnastics. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Does that's that hilarious. To address the gymnastics issue, I actually mm. took gymnastics from the ages of four to six, and mm. I too was kicked out. Not because I was an asshole, but because I was so bad at it. No. Yeah. Mm. Couldn't do a backward somersault. I started with my sister and two of our friends, and it was like, Honestly, really sad how quickly they all progressed through the levels of our gymnastics studio while I stayed at level zero, like the entire time. Yeah, they're like, you can roll forward. Yeah. So roll forward. Okay. Just roll, roll forward. <laughs> well, really, it was just Where's that like mom? you had to pass this like level exam of being able to do a backward somersault. Yeah. Like, what? That seems hard. What? Why? And I remember I was like having such a hard time with it that they even gave me this like mat that was like a weird isosceles triangle my dad used to coach gymnastics (laughs) and was a gymnast so i'm like listening to you like Like this all makes sense (laughs) literally couldn't do it on the mat couldn't do anything and i'm i'm pretty sure i like the teacher was like nicely to my parents like i don't know if this is for her does she play piano yeah so uh draw or anything yeah yeah anything anything else no gymnastics uh, no dance. I was the captain of the soccer team. I'll have you know. Nice. Played soccer mm, for 15 okay. years. Mm. Uh, classically trained jock in high school. Classic bro. Okay, there's, Classic one more, bro. there's one more facet to this. What is that? Prom queen. Oh, yeah. That prom as, queen. Well. Oh. as well. Yes. Right. Uh, runner up two years in a row. Oh, so. Was it homecoming queen? Is that so homecoming you queen. The popular kid. Runner up to you the went prom to how queen. many proms? Six. Whoa, that's, that's a wreck. That's, that's a world record. So we'll come back to that. Well, we'll you know, I got at going with older people, you know, a couple other yeah, schools, I know, that's what I mean. that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So did you um, party at these places or were you pretty good? <laughs> Don't make yourself sound cool. <laughs> There's a good story that we'll get Decline. to later. All right. I, uh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> no comment on that. My parents might listen yeah. to that. Yeah. Okay. James is. Was into older men, and and so were you. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually Something what we have in common. In common. <laughs> it actually, back this tattoo shop. <laughs> yeah. Another uh, very quick anecdote was that I had this friend in like middle school, and I remember we were like, "Oh my god, we're going to high school! Like, who do you think we're gonna date when we go to high school?" And of course, being the like jockey soccer players, we were like, "Oh well, we're obviously gonna date like jockey dudes." And I remember her being like, "You know." I really can just kind of see you with like a nerd. Like, I feel like you should date a nerd. And I remember at the time being like, I These can't believe you would fucking say that to me. Middle schoolers were having. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, I was like, like <laughs> do you want to come play Halo? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just remember being like very fun. I was like, how could she think that I would date a nerd? Like what? 
what does that even mean? And then your friend knew you better than you. Well, yeah. So then uh, we lost touch. Haven't, haven't seen each other. Haven't talked in like nine or 10 years. Mm. Like a year or two ago, James tagged me in a Instagram post that was like D and D night. And I just out of the blue get this message from her that goes, I fucking told you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she like I told you so from afar. Does she uh-huh. do like tarot cards now? Or anything? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like maybe she has a career opportunity there. Hmm. But yeah, so I was kind of the jock type. Okay. Mm. Yeah. The popular jock. Yeah. yeah. Pop, pop jock. Pop jock. Classic. It's a classic uh, jock with a little dip and popular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dip. Exactly. A little dip. Uh, what about Trenton Sperry over here? Yeah, what do you guys think? Um... You are nerdy. Theater. God, those are both correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I, uh, I, I was, Nailed it. That's be, not a dig. Fair, honestly, of the no. stories, it's like, I wish I would have done theater in high school. Uh, totally. It was honestly a lot of fun. Uh, to be fair, though, the clique that I actually hung out with was like choir kids. If there's yeah. a difference. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap there, yeah. I think. Um, do you do acapella? Yeah. Oh, God, I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even for a little so while, we were like. your favorite movie? Oh, God, no. no That's no, no. Jessica's favorite. She was still here. She fought you right now. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably lose. Um, <laughs> she was also that's, a jock that's in high nerd school, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I I even went to like individual churches, like with an acapella group, like mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. hymns in an acapella group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I Love it. Too. <laughs> yeah. Made you the man you are now. Or the person? I don't know. That I says a lot. <laughs> I I remember when I met you the I was like all right I could see you kind of being like a lifelong nerd like you read a lot of books you you know mm. and I was I thought it was a uh, a surprise twist that you were also kind of a theater kid Why is that I just remember I didn't know you that well and you were kind of this like quiet newspaper editor at the time and then you just got down to Hamilton one night like the whole musical oh, yeah, sure. word for word while we were like in the car or sure. something. And I was like, damn, we got ourselves a theater kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was a drive down to a gaming session once where Trent and I were both just, what Hamilton song was it? We were just belting in the car. Uh, I think it's one of the King's songs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah, first one. Sure. You'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That's all we can legally get away with before Disney. Yeah. Just, yeah. Before Disney, Disney lawyer copyright ninjas just repel through the yeah, windows and burst through your front door. Uh, if not the wall. It's like a, it's like somewhere between the Kool Aid Man and a like Special Forces Extraction. They all have the mouse ears on, the windows shattering as they half come through. Half shield, half half Kool Aid Man. Yeah, I'm in the, a- the, Sorry, the, the Family Guy bit where uh, Peter's recording in an, an NFL game. Yeah, and the FBI guys like burst through the windows. They're like, do you have the express written consent of ABC and NBC? And he's like, just ABC. And they just like blow up his TV with their guns. <laughs> I think there's an old Simpsons joke I love about that where they're out in international waters. Like, out here in international waters, you can rebroadcast NFL games with implied <laughs> oral consent as opposed to express written consent. The funniness of that joke is that's how the Navy like streams NFL games on the American oh. Armed Forces Network. Well, um, no, I, that's I would... some surface Navy shit, though. Yeah. Submariners, we don't get football. Well, it's like, I, what, I grew up... Do you get anything? Yeah. Our food's slightly better. Mm. Until oh. it runs out. <laughs> sure. Then it's really bad. And then it's like beef stew and rice. And you don't know where that beef stew has been this entire time. Oh, we know. Oh. <laughs> it's been in these huge cans on the floor and we've been walking over it because we don't have anywhere else to put it. I do remember as as a kid, we didn't have a TV in my house growing mm-hmm. up because my mom's a bit of a hippie. And uh, I remember we lived overseas for a little bit when my dad was stationed over there and we got a TV finally. And all we had was AFN. Yeah, And if anyone who hasn't grown up around military communities, one of the unique things is that AFN gets a lot of its programming either for free or reduced because they don't sell ads. Now, of mm-hmm. course, they're not going to reprogram the blocks in order to program TV in there. So they have to fill the ad time in shows, commercial breaks with non-ad products. And so that means like anything the ad councils ever produced about stop, drop, and roll is still <laughs> just burned into the back of my head. <laughs> yeah, stop. Drop and roll. Stop, drop. And then you get like the Ken Burns. So like football was the worst. My dad would try like with the time difference and he'd stay up late to watch a football game because they have giant commercial breaks, right? Mm-hmm. And so they would just fill it 
with excerpts of like PBS Ken Burns photos of national <laughs> parks. <laughs> so it'd be like two and a half minutes of just slow pans of national park photos hmm. sets to write free music. Hmm. And the only thing worse than that was Jason, you might be one of the only people who's ever seen this. Do you remember like the weird psychedelic CGI animations in like the mid 2000s they do? They'd just be like, it would look like something out of a like Mobius art concept art. No, just like weird metallic body person floating on orbs in space. On AFN? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it got weird. It was like funny. two minutes of that to fill like football commercial breaks. That's funny. Weird. It's like the first adult swim. <laughs> it, honestly, yeah, it was like an unhinged tsunami like it was it was if they were even higher i was gonna say unhinged wow yeah i uh this kind of brings me to my guess for uh, our friend jason combs over here oh, high yeah? school click mm -hmm. rotc dude no no oh uh i guess i shouldn't say anything i should just listen for a while i'm gonna say i i would think that i would think possibly jock type football or wrestling some sort of sport okay Sleeper nerd. Uh, I'm going to say a little bit of, I'm going to guess some outdoorsman, like some outdoorsman, whether that's like camping or surfing, like some nature dependent hobby that while you were somewhat into it, other people have made their entire personality. Mm. And if you're listening to this and that's your personality, thank you. And we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Please don't leave. You're the only listener we have. Anything else? Uh, I'm going to say like the kid that drew death metal, uh, uh drawings in his, <laughs> uh -huh. in his book or most, on his most, folder or on yeah, his transport through, through most of class. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I gleaned a little bit from when, when I drove you up here last Probably. time and I know that you were, you were uh, a hellion, a bit of a hellion. Oh, I did uh, have a, I did have a bit of a rebellious, uh, I like to have fun for sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and that fun usually existed outside the bounds of law it was like you know the typical stuff rolling people's houses and beating up mailboxes and that kind of nonsense mm -hmm. yeah harmless stuff a rough that other people had to pay for <laughs> so um and then uh i did play football but not till my junior year i was a track runner i was a sprinter um pretty good i was varsity my my freshman and sophomore year Moved to Indiana, started playing football. Yes, a closet nerd. Mm -hmm. um, I used my sister and brother-in-law as like an outlet mm -hmm. to be nerdy where I had my... I, I was a jock, but I was also what I would consider like a social chameleon. Mm -hmm. I would fit into a group because I needed to fit into a group. So I was in choir. I was part of that group for a while. I was I was pretty religious in my first couple years of high school. Mm -hmm. Um I like lobbied to get prayer back in school and like all this crazy stuff. So yeah. what's funny is I was the same way. Yeah. Actually. yeah. I was very real. I was a deacon when I was 19. I so think, just like how church. you guys are now. Yeah. <laughs> Super religious. Exactly the same. Um, yeah. I, I did a lot of different stuff. I was the president of my class before I moved to Indiana. Oh. Um, but I, yeah, I was like, uh, we weren't as good like varsity blues, like sports, but like we all kind of had a group of people that got away with a lot of stuff mm. in a small town. Mm -hmm. um, but once the, once I was like getting picked up by the cops more frequently, <laughs> I, I decided it was time to move in with my dad. Mm. Uh -huh. And uh, that's where things kind of refocused and I became a football player and enjoyed it. Um, I was also always a, I was like always in a serious relationship with a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, I was engaged my senior year of high school, not to Jessica. So yeah, it was weird. Uh, so <laughs> you're gonna fall into the the category of serial monogamist. Hopeless <laughs> romantic. Uh -huh. oh, that too. I'm a hopeless romantic. In yeah. a, in addition to uh, well, like I said on the on the previous test recording, being like I hate camping, I hate games, mm -hmm. I also hated relationships and all all the things <laughs> that have now changed. I always this is funny to talk about on air because most people aren't going to know this. I always had a girlfriend to hide being bisexual. And that ah. was like a big part of it. So I was also closeted in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and that made high school not fun. I really didn't enjoy high school. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised that anyone does. Yeah. People say middle school was worse, but no. I enjoyed Fucking parts of high school, high school and like when, <laughs> and I'll, I'll say you may know when you're popular, things are kind of better. Um, 
when I went to Indiana and I wasn't popular anymore, I think that's when I personally like changed into a more, uh, not so much of a dick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean like being a tween and teen is really just horrible in that. Like it's so true. It's all the movies are true that if you go out of your way to try to fit in with people, your life is a lot easier, you know, and it's, it is better that way, but yeah, kind of shitty. My guess for Jared was something that you said, which was, I was going to go for social chameleon. I feel like you were fitting in. I think I, I'm going to say that there was some music in Jared's repertoire of clicks. I would definitely say sports because that's what his podcast is now. I was going to say football. Yeah, I would say football. But I think, I think that there's a chance that there was like some hidden music hobbies in there. Hmm. I'm going to say Definitely some sports, but I think an emphasis on like a family culture mm. around sports, like mm. the time into or like the watching of like, there's some of that in my family. That's much more like my dad's family that yeah. are direct. But like, I think there are those families that have that like developed culture of enjoying a sport together or of like really enjoying the experience of the barbecue or the time around it. That's kind of my guess is there's probably some background there in the like enjoying game day. I also feel like you may have been in the computers before the rest of your friends were, but that maybe not. Um, so social chameleon for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I think I'm, I was like such a chameleon that I think if I went to a, a high school reunion, no one would know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. I just, I kind well, of it's, floated. Uh, it's like, uh, outside the circle guy. Everyone friends with him. Yeah. yeah that, that kind of is how that feels. I didn't actually play sports at all. Mm-hmm. I, and that's like one of my biggest regrets It's cause I'm like, I think that like I, I lacked a lot of confidence in high school. And so I didn't try those things. And I, I was in, I was a percussionist. I was a drummer. Okay. I say was, I still technically am. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just not practicing. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish I had played sports. I wish I'd played football. I was like six, three, like two thirty five might in my junior year of high school. And you it's just like such football. a wasted. I know, right? Did it's, you not have like coaches and and other adults like, bro? You need, no. to, you need to play. Hey, oh my god! Yeah, not. Human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did in like fifth grade because that, that I was like the size of an eighth grader, and so they wanted me then. But then I was I was just like a soft little baby. <laughs> I just I just wasn't tough enough. Mm-hmm. And then I just like I, I leaned into the music thing, and I leaned into. Uh, pretty active with my church. We grew up Southern Baptist. Had yeah. a lot of friends there. Oh yeah, Southern Baptist for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's um, a really active community. So yeah, I mean, really, I, I like had friends a little bit everywhere, and so I just kind of floated. I was never like mm-hmm. the the you know the head of the the clique, but I was like, I know this guy, I know that guy, I know this girl, I know that girl. So you're talking about joining sports. Uh, it's like if your high school isn't very good at a sport, they are like seeking out the kids who could like maybe fit into that mold. <laughs> and when I was in high school, uh, my family hosted a German exchange student and she was like six two, like really tall, really strong. And I was friends with this girl whose dad was the basketball coach at our school. And so like the first day I show up with our German exchange student, her dad just looks at me and goes, does she ball? <laughs> and we're, but like, she's from Germany. She's literally never seen a basketball. Like maybe she's seen a basketball, but it's like, she did not play. Like they are only soccer over there. And so she comes and they're like, please go out for basketball. Please go out for basketball. So she does, but she is like a really gentle person and did not like playing basketball at all. And so it Especially was like, she's big. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was like, just so perfectly built to play basketball, but then we would go to her games and they would like throw her the ball and she would like want to like close her eyes and like turn away and they'd be like, open your eyes, open your eyes. Cause she would just start. She was like, this sport is horrible. Like, why did they make me play it? But everyone begged her to, cause they yeah. were just like, we need this tall girl on our basketball team. Yeah. I think when you're, when you're a big person, you're either taught to be like, use it or you're taught to be like, chill. Like you could hurt someone. <laughs> but I think I was always like, people are always like, all right, like if like, let's not make him mad. So it's like hurt someone. Or be careful, you could hurt someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, hurt someone for our team. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you talk about hurting people. Because oh. right now, what's arguably Jason's character has <laughs> got the upper half of this body in his mouth, having the other half cut, uh, cut out from beneath it inside of this mill. 
And while this weird, bloated thing is dead, the, the living mask on top of it, the, the, the sort of crab-like mask that had parasitically burrowed into its face, has just disappeared. Cannot be good. And while that's happened, you have your dwarf Watson unconscious on the floor, choked at unconsciousness by the chain from this now cleft in two person laying there and the rest of you sort of standing around and there's a, a man whimpering and cowering behind a stack of like construction lumber in the back of the mill first thing I do is open my mouth and let this body drop and all the just like I'm not gonna get too disgusting because it's the opening of an episode people made it through the last <laughs> one so there's just this like very rotten meat of this like weird body just falls out of your mouth and it's it's disgusting you're still sick in this so I imagine it takes you a minute or two to calm your your stomach so I'd also be interested in when I'm done throwing up mm-hmm. trying to find this invisible monster you, you know go ahead um, I have blind fight I don't know if that's gonna help at all do you have any any other senses beyond sight uh, precise or imprecise, like scent or uh, tremor sense or anything like that. Oil senses. And of course, you also have an unconscious dwarf over there, mm-hmm. which is sort of like a sense. You probably hear like, I don't think so. Okay. Well, you want to give me a, what's your perception bonus? You. Well, you're retching. Is anyone else looking around for this thing? Uh, I'm not looking for the thing, but I'm <laughs> going to make a feel. <laughs> Some nice sound work there. <laughs> I'm going to make a beeline for this handsome coward that's over here. Excellent. <laughs> and oh me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the unconscious handsome coward. Oh. Okay. Uh, no, this handsome coward who, who greeted us in this building. Um. And if he's still over there, just kind of like huddled up, I'm going to. He's just sort of whimpering. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna. I'm gonna come over like dagger out and up against his throat. Ah, 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 don't, 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 don't kill me, please. No, don't, do not kill me. I'm just gonna be like, who is that? Uh, and why did they tell you to ask us about the mask? I, <gasps> <laughs> just violently throwing I'm sorry about my friend. Oh god, it's coming out of chunks. <laughs> and can can I do sure. like an intimidation? Uh yeah, roll an intimidation. I'll uh, I'll work on helping out Watson. Okay. There's like a swift smack to the face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, Hit you at the end of his hollering. Uh, the butt of the pole arm across the jaw. <laughs> the 35 to intimidate. Uh, and he's terrified. <laughs> we, I see we win. We won. Good. <laughs> That's old man right there. Oh, we won. We won. Excellent. <laughs> She's like, tell me. Vayun. And looks over and sees the body that he's referring to as Vayun just in two pieces on the floor. Bayun is in two pieces, and if you don't want to be, answer my question. No, they said that they would kill me if I if I did not comply. They just said to sit here and swing the hammer, and and when people came in to ask them the questions, to ask them if they wanted the invitation or or, or why they were going or who their allies here in town were, um, and that's that's what I did. No. Who told you to do that? Bayun didn't. That and the the. Mm-hmm. The vivisected guy is by Good word. Good word. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Because I need to hand them out a little bit more. I have a hero patch yes! for vivisected. I'm just going to be really Thank arbitrary you. in handing these out. Uh, 35 <laughs> medicine to treat your sickened condition. That's enough. Oh, thank you. I feel better. They say was the told me to do this. To, to lure people in you here. stand no? up now. <laughs> He's crawling along the floor to you. <laughs> just rolls. I love that there's this poor, just terrified man who's watching this, like, just absurd, like, this is like airplane-style humor in the background just playing out as you two just in a pile of your own sick trying to help each other. Do I get the sense that he's telling the truth? That'd be a, a sense motive. What's your perception bonus? Plus 25 seems extremely scared you don't know if that's a good or a bad motivator but you don't you're not picking up like guile you're picking up terror 
Okay. So uh, she's just gonna, like, kind of push him back and let him go. <laughs> I hated it was right. I'm so sorry. I, I tried to follow what they said for me to do. Um, can I do a medicine check on the body? Yeah. And I have something that I have to find in this gigantic uh, character sheet. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, while you're doing that, can I actually yeah, throw in it. one other thing? Yeah. Uh, can I just do like a society check on Vayun or like the name of the guy who told him to do this? Sure. And see if I like know anything about him. Is he like prominent? What's your society bonus? Plus 29. Okay, so... You don't know, uh, that name doesn't ring a bell. It's a pretty, it sounds like a common Galton name. Okay. But you do get a better look at this thing, and you're able to recognize it. It's a very rare kind of creature. Mm. It's something called a Gurgist. Ooh. Mm. Which you know to be a mortic creature, touched in ways by the plane of negative energy, but not itself undead. You know that the big thing is they have the ability to consume raw meat to reduce, to reverse the putrescence decay of their own body for an hour. And if they do so, they'd no longer appear to be the bloated humans they are. This one, though, had not, obviously. Oh. Uh, it's like invasion of the body snatchers, like it takes time. Gross. Kind of. Um, Only not communists. Is, should I be at all surprised to see this type of creature here? It's strange, but you, I mean, you're dealing with the great gardeners and everything about them is unknown. Okay. Can I search a body in hopes that there's an imitation in here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you, you start picking through the pieces mm -hmm. of that body. There's not much on it. It has its executioner's hood. It has a plus two. I'm just going to go ahead and hand away some stuff. Uh, plus two greater striking spiked chain. It's most of you probably have at least a plus two or greater striking on your weapon. So like if you absolutely had transfer it, you could, but it's, it's not crazy good. We could sell it. So what's what's everyone else doing? You're checking this vivisected the body. black body of, of what's his name? Vayun. Vayun. Uh, God, I thought that was like a person standing <laughs> up here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll, I told uh, you I was a coward. <laughs> I'll check in with, with Handsome Man, and I'll say, who's Vayun to you? Yeah. They were no one. They came with the hood, the, the garb of the gardeners. When, when they ask you, no, it is, uh, it's, it, no, it's, it's death or, or what they say. And I, I wanted not death, but you, oh, thank you. Is, uh, you saved me. And he kind of gives you this look of like, are you also gonna kill me or like we cool? That remains to be seen. Uh, please, I, I do not. I did not want to be the bait for this trap. I felt horrible each time someone came here asking. How many were killed before us? I. Uh, at least those back there and kind of points behind some of the the lumber. Mm. I, I guess when you say that, I like stand up from the musha body and like reluctantly start to walk towards the back. Did you go back I'm there? You're able to the doctor by his elbow. <laughs> You're able to find a couple of bodies Where back are we going? there. You find a, a pale gnome. We are going to find dead bodies. And uh, a rather muscular looking human body two bodies back there so yeah forensic examination on them they were choked to death and killed like that chain most likely they do have some gear on them the the gnome is wearing a bandolier with uh see it has a major alchemist's fire a major Bomber. eagle eye elixir and a pouch of embossed cards reading halipore Snimwalt, alchemist for hire. <laughs> the the large hunt the large muscular man has sort of hunter's clothing, and he's got a satchel in it with all the components you'd need to build some sort of like snare trap, basically. And that's it. No money. Yeah, that's it. What I want to know is why would these people want to get an invitation to this? Like, if everybody's afraid of the great gardeners, why would somebody? want to be getting into this. I just don't think we've ran into the people who do want to go yet mm -hmm. or who like are intended to be or this is a ploy to get a bunch of people in a room and get them face hugged. Mm -hmm. In the uh, background. By the way, very troubling. Yes. yes. 
just kind of standing in the background a little timidly, wringing his hands as the handsome coward. Yeah, may I, uh, may I please go? You, you've, may I save yours? Yes? Uh, are you, no? Are you hurt, you handsome young man? <laughs> <laughs> Making it weird. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I think I, 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 I could, I could go if I, I'm fine. No, I. I'm gonna grab him, both hands. Oh, oh, hey. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> the handsome man. <laughs> Both hands by the collar mm-hmm. and kind of pick him up a little bit. I can roll an athletics check. If you yeah, want. do it. Roll an athletics check for me. See if I get him off the ground. Now, does does, does this not your character? What does he sound like? I'll tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where's Harvey Dent? <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? I, I, I am a, I am a Callens Massini. These French names, I can't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> no one can understand the French. <laughs> these these Gaultian names. I am a Callens. I'm a banker in town. What are you doing here? I, this is a, one of the gardeners. They cornered me in an alley and said I, I had to come. Or they, would, or they would kill me and my family. Uh, I want to sense motive. You want to sense motive on yeah. that? What's your bonus? It's a secret check. For diplomacy? Uh, no, sense motive is perception. Perception, that's right. Perception is 24. Yeah, he's, he's just terrified. Okay. Um, you know, you're not picking up any guile. Uh, there's a little bit of guile when he says family, but you're mm-hmm. not really sure what that means. Something seems weird. He's got a little bit of a tell there. I lower him back down and kind of straighten his collar up. Mm-hmm. We'll go home. So, thank you so much. I, who are any of you? What are, what are your names? Valentine you says, me. I'm not going to tell you my name, but don't tell anybody what you saw here. If they ask not, you no. what became of Vayun, just say he never showed up. I, I, I don't know Vayun. Or we will find you. No, of course. And sort of looks like looking for a name. Just you like you can s- tell him you saw me. My name is Knight's Wrath. Ah, that with a W, <laughs> or just a R A T H with a W. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a K in night or just like in I G H T like yeah that's the night actually could you just write it down <laughs> do you like yeah, it's possessive <laughs> um you uh look um in W I shall leave it there come no no no, no. night but hold on. He takes out one of the cards and writes it down. Okay. Tell them that's you two, saw me. You know, that's two words that both have a silent letter at the beginning of them. That's very confusing. Well, uh, no, he's, he does not. He says the size of the inn. Oh. Not, 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 not See, how could we possibly know which one you're oh, talking? No, so look. Uh, I I'm you. about to bite both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I spent three days coming up with this name. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll have to do this bench longer or workshop it some. I have other options if we need to change it. No, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I really like it. It's, it's yeah. very scary. We'll tell them you saw me. I, uh, I will, but except for the part where I tell no one, I, I'm getting mixed messages. Me. Just me. Okay, just you. No one else was No one else. Before you leave. No one. Okay. Do you know why they chose this location for... An ambush. Uh, I have no idea. It's been on the outskirts of town for a while. Perhaps it's just an easy place to be. No one can hear what happens here. Um, Is it being renovated? Uh, I, I think so, but I, I do not know. You know the purchaser? I, I could find out for you. Do that. I will, I will, leave, I will leave word. Um, come to the, the bank of Litron. Uh, there will be an account there under NW, just the initials. Let them know that the account was opened in care of Callens for NW. Um, look, I owe you my life and what I have. One Come more question. To the bank, and I, I shall leave for you. Um, I I owe you for this. I have found that information, and I do not have I do not have much, but uh, it's yours. I would have had nothing if you had not been here. So come to the bank, ask for that account, and you shall find in it uh, something that might help. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wait, before you go. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Scary woman who spit a bullet with her knife. That's that fucking crazy. Pre- that yeah, it was pretty, pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank you. I can't, I, I can't tell anyone about I it. Expected. No. Focus up, okay? Oh, <laughs> Do you know anything about the mask that he was wearing? Yeah. Uh, 
He had that hood, that executioner's hood. Did you see his face? So that is. You never saw it. It's just as you hood. You never saw the creature on his face. What creature? You don't know shit, man. All right, get out of here. Thank you so much. Go home. Go back to your fake family. We'll come tomorrow to take your money. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and he heads off back to town. Wait, wait, wait. Before oh, he no. leaves, uh, Watson like takes out a piece of candy from his pocket. And hands it to him. He's like, give this to any children in your family. I, I, of course. Um, thank you. It's just a piece of candy. It's fine. There's Ria's blades in it. <laughs> Jesus. So, there's, there's a gun in it. <laughs> so you have like Scooby-Doo <laughs> stickers that you're giving out to people? Yeah, basically, yeah. It's a Werther's original. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a cream saver. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, it's a Watzers original. It's not a Werther's, but dwarven. It's just, it's literally, it's rock candy. But little rocks. Yeah. Oh. It's slightly, sh- it's like candied rock, like candy and almond. It's not even packaged. It's just like in a pocket in his clothing. <laughs> he just kind of like Gross. lets it drop from his fingers. Mm. Yeah, a bit of rock candy for the children. Oh. Rhino hide sprinkled on top. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yum. So uh, what's what's next for this group? It's 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 the evening now. It's uh, you know, it's probably closer to like by the time you made it out here and dealt with all this after. It's probably about seven seven thirty. So you know, bedtime. For, I mean, I uh, would I would probably battle medicine at everybody through the or treat wounds for everybody through the time <laughs> periods required. Yeah, go ahead and make some checks because uh, time is a factor. So I don't want to hand wave it, but I True. know that for you it's pretty simple. Just kind of really quickly going around the room. How many hit points away from max are people at right now? Fifty. One. 50 down. 45. 45 About down. 50. 43. Okay, so literally one check, successful check, if you're calling the shot, we'll pull that, it off. That is exactly a 40. Okay, so that's 65 plus your dice, and that's enough. So 10 oh. minutes of work, and everyone's patched up. That's so much. Right. Thank you. Yeah. He is a legendary surgeon. He's one of the best surgeons in Galarian. It's also kind of a fun thing, because... I mean, Jason, are we lifting the veil a little bit, or is, does the group not know what's going on here? Uh, no, they don't. They can roll some checks if they want to find Yeah, I more. would actually, like, oh, so once we get all healed up, Valentina's going to kind of look at, she, she already kind of knows what the deal is with Watson, but she's going to look at the two of you and be like, who are you? Yes, this is a good question. They call me the Night's Watch. Up here, the, ni- the Night's <laughs> Wrath. Sorry, the Night's Wrath. <laughs> Yeah, I got that much. I'm a hero of darkness. A hero of darkness. Oh, dude. Mm. It sounds very scary. Very scary. Okay, and you? Yes. Oh, I believe I told you who I was. I was not concealing anything. He is not lying. I know this man. Yeah, but how can you teleport yourself around? That was pretty cool. How do you cut bullets in half with a knife? That's a, that's a fair question. With a knife. This is Pathfinder. How do any of you do any of the stuff that you did in that combat? <laughs> Why are you wearing a rhinoceros? <sighs> There's one of the time that I did terrible things to rhinoceros. <laughs> it was... He's gone. <laughs> it was hundreds of years ago. Literally everything you say oh. is funnier. Than- <laughs> Stop it. You're going to make me cry. It's too funny. It's too, too terrible funny. to remember. I'm crying. Uh. Uh. I'm having trouble keeping my like Eastern European accent while you are doing French. I know. I <laughs> yeah, was, like, it's really confusing. Going British, I was like, oh. don't do French. Don't do French. Don't do French. I had to like stop and like, okay, Russia. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, st- all right, I got it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh. That was the first that was the first good cry laugh of this yeah. of the of the podcast. <laughs> That's a cutscene we have to see. <laughs> it's the rhinoceros. Flashback. <laughs> given that he can speak to animals, I really loved the idea that like what if it's like him doing like palliative care for a rhino? He's just like trying to keep it from feeling too much pain as he dies, and the rhino's whole family's there, like they're sad, but they know it's the right choice. I'm gonna write this scene have, tonight. I think we should have an entire episode that's just that rhino's oh. life from birth forward. Oh Until he meets. my god! Oh, Until he what's meets the Watson. rhino's name? That's what was his name? Ronald, Ronald Rhino. Oh, all, all animals have alliterative names in my I world. I am crying. That is so funny. 
Oh, it's, it's like what's that Star Trek episode in which like he just like has the memory of someone yeah, else's entire life. Picard gets hit oh, by yeah. an asteroid and like lives somebody's entire life, and then yeah. he like wakes back up and they're like, oh yeah, you've just been whatever. yeah. They're like, you've just been unconscious for like five minutes. But it's like, he, in his mind, he has lived an entire Isn't life. Isn't that a Rick and Morty game? <laughs> it's, it's like they died, that they live his life or yeah, whatever. It's yeah. riffing and it's off like of that episode. This guy was on a planet that was dying, so he like uploaded his consciousness to this rocket and like shot it into space, yeah. and it runs into Picard, and so he like lives this guy's life. And uh, I think we should do that for the rhino. <laughs> I think it's only right. Oh. All right. Watson's old, but he's lived the lives of thousands of rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> And to honor them, he wears their dead bodies. He's, he kind of like, you know, gently rubs the rhino's skin and he's like, poor Ronald. <laughs> um, can I do some sort of check on these fools? And yeah. Just kind of, I, I want to, I don't know if that's like perception or what, but I want to size oh. them up and... See if I can kind of gauge anything about them, what's going on, if they seem generally like they're telling the truth or what their deal is. Yeah, it's a perception winter bonus. It's a secret Plus check. Plus 25. Okay. Uh, what's your deception bonus, Jared? And what's your deception bonus on this, Jason? 30. The DC is 38. Oh, okay. 20 is my bonus. So uh, Fox, let me, let me Fox see is, you're reading Fox pretty straight. Doesn't seem like he's hiding anything. You cannot read. Mr. Mr. Wrath over here. Wow. Mm -hmm. You're getting nothing. I didn't go to school to be called Mr. Wrath. I am Dr. Wrath. <laughs> Dr. Wrath. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. Fellow doctor. Uh, doctor. Kind of doctor. <laughs> Mr. Wrath is my father. <laughs> where, where, where do you come from, uh, uh, Mr. Knight Wrath Man? I don't have an answer for you right now. Hold on, let me think. <laughs> Do you mind if I search your person for uh, perhaps a bite of uh, a wolf or a similar fanged creature and would be looking for lycanthropy, perhaps, well, am, or some sort of... Th I am wait, wait, I'm sorry. Vampire. Can we stop? Did you say lycanthropy? <laughs> yes, I'm... Yes, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's the way it's pronounced. <laughs> I... It's when you get licked by a werewolf yeah. and you only become a little wolfy. It's like they want to come over and say hi. Doctor here. I, <laughs> I am not a vampire. I am a dampier. Oh. I was born of a curse. Oh, it's terrible. Well, it. there are many like me, but I have not had the worst life. And I like to use my abilities to right the wrongs of the world. Oh, I can respect that. Are you a vigilante? Did you just say vigilante? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vigilante? Lanty? Yes, thank you. All right. Vigilante? Vig <laughs> Gail Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> you met my... You met my alter ego today. It wasn't you? Or? It was me. Oh. This is very confusing. I just choose to hide my face during the day. Oh, but that's all. I am no danger to you. D does it hurt you to be in this form in the day? It does not. Oh. I actually have a great affinity for the sun, oh. and you can heal me during the day. Doctor. Oh, that's good to know. With magic. You cannot heal me with magic at night. That's very good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have told me that. <laughs> well, I was uh. making an entrance. Oh, you made it. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's still glass on the floor from the shattered window up there. Should we follow up with our next lead tomorrow, or are we overnighting? Because I've got to tell you, I won't be very good in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is early enough in the night that if any of you wanted to gather information on other things, there's there's probably it's let's say it's about seven o'clock now, seven thirty to get back to town. You've got you've got two to four hours. Uh, give or take, it's probably one to two blocks of some gather info time if anyone wants to do that at night. Of course, it's nighttime and Galt and the home of the Grey Gardener, so I wouldn't call it safe, Val, but it's an option. Val is definitely going to do that, mm -hmm. being stealthy as hell. This sure. is like what I do. Yeah. You're so, the night. I am the night. I mean, <laughs> Val would <Sraff>. even be <laughs> open to teaming up in the way we did earlier of like, if I'm even out a little bit more, just 
going the same direction, but she really wants to check out. You want to be friends with me now? No. That's good. I just want a creepy bat bodyguard. I don't turn into a bat. <laughs> I turn into a wolf. Is it racist to ask if you turn into a bat? I turn into a wolf. No, it's not racist. I'm sure he's a bat. I'm not a bat. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Continually saying, yes, you do. That's racist. <laughs> it's, it's certainly not very understanding. <laughs> intolerant. Uh, that's, that's intolerant. The problem is, too, mm. is that, so, like, in my mind, Val is kind of a dick, but she's also, like, has a really high charisma score, so I'm like, I really should play this better, the like, being, <laughs> being nicer. Yeah. Um, but I, I would argue charisma is not, like, in this game, is not always, like, how liked you are. Yeah. It's just how personable you are. If you're evil, how manipulative you are. Mm. Right. I mean, and my interpretation of her is that she can, like, definitely turn it on, but yeah. it's kind of an act. Yeah, I mean, I have a ridiculous high charisma score, too, but I'm a vampire that kills people at night, so... Trump yeah. has a very high charisma, if that means anything. Cut the mic. Can you cut, cut the mic. Cut the mic. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I, I, for, for yeah. literally what the definition of the word is, that's, that's, like, that's what yeah, makes most, him. Most, like, uh, what do you call them? Authoritarians yeah. have very high charisma. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was just going charisma to say... Charisma scores out the roof. Like, yeah. kind of throwing it back to our opening... Isn't that sort of like a popular girl trope to be mean and persuasive? <laughs> All right. You're playing yourself in high school again. Yeah. It's cathartic. Yeah. Uh, in high school, Jane could also split bullets with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and Val plays knife. soccer. So. <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel comfortable uh, allowing you two or three uh, to run along on your own without me being there. You do seem to tend to get into some dangerous scenarios uh, perhaps I should uh, come along so we'll, we will keep you safe Val oh, is that. pretty much just intending to gather information on Orvald Gra Garmino and not Zendaya uh, these two other <laughs> leads that she's been told might very likely be attending this party um, but particularly she's going to start with Orvald Garmino the head magistrate and she wants to just kind of like spy on him observe and see if she can figure out like where he lives or what he does, um, who he's interacting with and stuff like that. All right. So that's, that's going to be a, what's your diplomacy bonus to gather? Well, you're kind of, you're kind of asking, I'm not trying to go talk to him. I just kind of want to like spy, but you did ask to find out where he lives. That'd be gather information, stalking him to find information and others. So it's kind of a lot to maybe do in one night. Okay. But you certainly could could go in that. That being said, you know a decent amount about him kind of already, even without mm -hmm. making some checks. You know that he's one of the most influential people in the Tran. Um, there are circuit magistrates that decide cases throughout uh, the Horun Plain, which is sort of this region, but serious cases get remanded here to the Tran uh, with him being the sitting magistrate. And you know that his office is in their judicial building. Um, yeah, so I'd maybe post up outside that office and see if he's like coming out of work or something. Sure. If you want to, you're going to spend the night doing that. Not the whole night, but like an hour, probably. So I'm going to say like sort of commitments of two hour blocks of cool. time. To I'll actions. spend the yeah the first two hours after we kind of get back to town, just scoping that out and seeing if I can like catch a view of this guy. What's anyone else doing? Let's kind of go clockwise. Jason as a well, Knight's Wrath now. The Knight's Wrath. The Knight's Wrath. Um, I would say that I'm doing the vigilante thing, but I'm also kind of like providing um distant security, like a distant eye for Val as she goes through everything, making sure. Um, but I, I also want to kind of look for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Routines mm -hmm. of guards, things like that. All right. So I got that. Uh, Jared, what's Fox up to? I think Fox is going to split the party. He's going to He's going to go over to the Patriot, the, what's it called? Mm -hmm. the, the inn he's going to stay at. The Stalwart Patriot? The Stalwart Patriot. Yeah. It's just a very nice local establishment. He's going to take multiple paths back to the healer's mm. house. Okay. To kind of have a familiarity with uh, the fastest ways to get back. Okay. If he were to be, for some reason, needed to get back to the rest of his party, he would like to know the quickest okay. route. Sounds good. So you spent some time mapping that. Trent, what is uh, Watson up to? So Watson, uh, if if Val and uh, Knight's Wrath are 
working in circles on almost sounds like um, Watson's kind of staying between them, mm-hmm. but he's hanging out like in the shadows of areas talking to raccoons. He comes across. Picking <laughs> <laughs> up. Okay. Um, you know, he, he just kind of wants to, to make sure that the raccoons know that he appreciates them and that, uh, that their fears are important too. And that they deserve to be... I fucking love this character, man. (laughs) (laughs) That they deserve to, you know, not be afraid. All right, so despite everyone else being French in this city, I'm going to do my best. Give me a second here. So, uh, what you you looking for here? Oh, hello. Uh, What's your name? Uh, I'm, uh... It's not... My name's not important. Oh, well, hello, not important. My name is Watson (laughs) Himmelkale. Ah, I nice, come from nice. a nearby city. How how are you doing today? I'm I'm, I'm doing good. Oh, I'm that's doing good. Nice. Do you uh, um have you seen any strange goings about? Yeah, there was this uh you know it's, it's funny you mentioned that right there was this dwarf right he was uh talking to this songbird earlier just fucking laughing it up all day. Oh, that was me, friend. <laughs> oh, so I guess the weird thing here is just you. Oh, hmm. yes, I suppose you're right. Uh, From the mouth of a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, on your way, friend, I, I hope that uh, you and you have some nice meals tonight, and uh, it was very nice to meet you, not important. <laughs> so, it's about a thing. And he runs off, washing his hands. What a kind young gentleman. Washing his hands? That's a, that's a well-behaved <laughs> raccoon. Yeah, like the little raccoon hand thing. Oh, they're ringing. Yeah. All right, so... Jane, what's your stealth bonus? Stealth is plus 27. Okay, so you hang out outside of it. Uh, You don't see the signs of anyone coming out of the building. At this point, it's like almost 8 o'clock at night. So, spend a couple hours there, 10 p.m., don't see anything. Fox, you're able to kind of search around a little bit and find some good different routes. If familiar enough where you're not going to have to make like a a new check where you'll get a bonus on a check to find a good route through what's going on. Perfect. Uh, and you're kind of keeping an eye on movements, looking for people doing stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm looking for guards and gardeners, where they're walking, if there's any, like, common routes, common guard change times, things like that. Also, while making sure Val doesn't get shot in the face. All right, I got your stealth bonus Thanks, here. Bro. I'm just going to go ahead and roll this. Um, no you're not picking up on... You don't pick up any patterns. You don't, because okay. the garden, there's not a lot of uniformed gardeners out, so you're not really sure what patterns to take is significant or not. Okay. All right. It's about, it's about 9 30, 10 p.m. Probably have time to get another two hour block of something in or time to go to bed. I think Val would just head back to the uh, Sweet Mama's herb house and. <laughs> Soul Mother's <laughs> Herbs. Soul Mama's. <laughs> and uh, hit the hay. All right. Anyone else doing anything with the evening? Continuing to lurk about. Oh. Mm. oh. What are you looking to investigate as you're lurking about? Now I would like to go in and where's the party going to be in that? in that? So the party the is going to be in... The monastery? In the monastery. I'm going to go... Um... Sneak around the monastery, look for where people are coming in and out. All right. Take that stealth. What's your stealth bonus? I said I had it, but then I forgot it. Um, 26, I believe. Yes. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. Checking stuff out. You're looking around. What number is that? Oh, shit. Okay. It's a one. <laughs> Not. <laughs> so... This thing is locked down. You don't see a lot of ways in or out. Do pick up some gossip. You hear that one of the final blades in these magical executioner's weapons, when I say weapon, I mean like the full, you know, guillotine thing. One known as Silent Lenore has been brought into the gardener's monastery and the rumor is it's going to be a centerpiece of their upcoming event. These things are ubiquitous across Galt, but very few things are known about them. Okay. 
and you would also recognize that name. You, the player. Say it again. Silent or Silent Lenore. It's the same blade that killed Dranek's mother some 20 years mm. ago. Now, that being said, I think everyone else is asleep, right? You're all back in your beds. While you're up there on this roof, you've got another pan. This is a callback to a couple episodes ago. Because the camera's going to start off high, kind of showing you on a rooftop, maybe overhearing a few people talking. And it's going to start to sort of pivot down from a top angle to like a side view. You silhouetted against the night sky. starts pulling out. You see the monastery backlit by the moon. The silhouette of you up on a rooftop. And the silhouette of another back of a head of a hooded figure watching you. And that's where we're going to end. Nice. No. Creepy. <laughs> I don't like it. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.